Hi, everybody. I'm Skip Orham, and this is the Web Radio Today podcast. And yes, I did get your emails this week, and I read every one of those complaints about last week's episode, about how long it was, about it being way too long. Corrections will be made. In the future, everybody, I promise I'm going to make every effort to keep the podcast episodes under 30 minutes, and I'm going to try to end them at 20 minutes if possible. I'm sorry for all of the rambling last week, and I will edit myself in the future. Today's episode is coming to you from my home studio here in the beautiful Nashville, suburban town of Nolensville, Tennessee. Nolensville, it's not so little anymore. 250 new home starts every month right here in Nolensville. Just so many people moving to all of the beautiful areas of Middle Tennessee. On today's episode, we're going to investigate how daily journaling can be such a, such a boost to, to keeping a positive attitude and, and how that positive attitude will help to keep you healthy and, and fight off disease. And staying healthy, fighting off disease, and, and living a long and happy life, that is our goal, all of us baby boomers in our 50s and 60s, 70s and beyond. Stay healthy, fight off disease, and live a long, healthy, and happy life. As a special feature on the episode today, you and I, were going to do a Plan A heart rate training mini workout. So let's get started right now, talking about heart rate training as part of the Web Radio Today Disease Fighting and Fitness Model. Everybody, I, I want to again emphasize a point that we mentioned on several of the very early episodes of Web Radio Today, and that was the importance of talking with your doctor before you start doing the diet and exercise elements in the Web Radio Today disease fighting and fitness model. A doctor's okay is the first, the very first requirement before you start making any changes to your diet or, or begin an exercise program. Heart rate training or what we call interval training. What it is, it's a very efficient method for you to use in, in strengthening your heart. It strengthens your heart, and it actually, as you're doing it, you're burning calories at a, at a much more faster rate. The best way to do heart rate training, get moving. That can be walking, running, dancing, stair-stepping, cycling, spinning. Whatever movement exercise that you want to do, the important thing is to do it at least 30 to 45 minutes a day, at least four or, or five days a week. What you are doing as you do interval training is you're exercising in different heart rate training zones. Those heart rate training zones are designed around your maximum heart rate. So right now, let's start our mini workout Remember, it's, it's going to be 10 minutes of interval training. It's a heart rate training workout. As we're doing this workout, I'm going to explain to you some of the features and, and benefits of interval training, as well as explaining what these different heart rate training zones are, are all about. So if you don't know anything about heart rate training, why don't you just 
start walking, running, whatever you want to do, and we'll explain everything to you as you do the workout. This, by the way, is the same mini workout that we featured on on episode 12 last July. Let's start by warming up right now. I want you to start moving at a relaxing walking pace. Your breathing should be easy. Actually, you should be able to very comfortably carry on a conversation at this warm-up pace. You'll probably feel like you could maintain this level of walking or moving for a long period of time. You're not really challenging yourself yet. You're just getting warmed up. You are in heart rate training zone one. And if you were able to measure your heart rate right now, it would be at about 50 to 60% of your maximum heart rate. As an example, if you're 70 years old, you subtract that age from 220, and that would give you, if you're age 70, a maximum heart rate of 150 beats per minute. Right now, as you exercise in this zone one, Warming up, your heart rate would be beating at about 75 to 80 beats per minute. That's 50 to 60% of your maximum heart rate. Keep moving, continue to warm up in heart rate zone one. In just a few seconds, we're going to move your workout into zone two, light exercise. You'll be expending more energy and this is where the majority of your workout will take place. As your body talks to you in zone two, you'll feel that you could still carry on a conversation but with some difficulty and your breathing will, well, it'll become a little more intense and you'll definitely be burning some calories at a higher rate. You'll be at 60 to 70% of your maximum heart rate. Now with that example of our 70 year old, that person's heart rate would go to around 95 to 105 beats per minute. We are going to move you from this warm up zone into zone two for the next 90 seconds. Continue to move along in zone two. The majority of your workout would normally be done in this zone. In addition to burning calories at a higher rate, exercising in this zone, it will improve your body's ability to burn fat and help keep your heart healthy. Okay. It's time to kick the workout up into zone three, the intense zone. 70 to 80% of your maximum heart rate. Our 70 year old's heart rate will be beating at between 105 and 120 beats per minute. You'll need to move faster. You'll not be able to carry on a conversation, but you, well, you should be able to sing if you want to. And you're only going to be able to stay in this zone for a short period of time. We'll do this next interval in zone three for 15 seconds. This next zone, zone three, it's the perfect zone for developing stamina, increasing aerobic fitness, 
burning calories and fat at an intense level. Are you ready? Let's kick your workout into the intense zone. Move faster. Okay, everybody, move it back down into zone two to recover for the next 60 seconds. You're still moving at a decent pace, just not as fast as zone three. You could probably carry on a conversation now, but it might be difficult, some heavy breathing. You're still burning calories. Ready to go again in zone three? This time, try to stay in this zone for 30 seconds. Bring it back down to zone two, recover for 60 seconds, and then we'll go one more time in zone three. When we did that little spurt in zone three, were you able to continue for the entire 30 seconds? Well, if not, I don't want you to worry. The more you do interval training workouts, you'll continue to increase your stamina and your aerobic fitness. Now let's go one more time in zone three, and we'll do it this time again for 30 seconds. Ready, set, go. Slow down just a bit, back into zone two for the next 60 seconds. You're continuing to burn calories and fat. This is your heart conditioning zone. The majority of any interval training workout is done in this zone, exercising at 60 to 70% of your maximum heart rate.
All right, bring it all the way down to zone one. Very light exercise. You're breathing, it should be regular, but you're still moving. We're actually cooling down, getting ready to end this very brief mini workout. Everybody, we've been doing a brief version of an interval training workout, exercising in three different heart rate training zones. A regular interval training workout would last for about 30 to 45 minutes, warming up in zone one and then alternating between longer periods of time in zone two and then kicking it up for brief periods of time in the more intense zone three. And then finally, at the end of the workout, cooling down in zone one, just like we're doing right now. Your goal should be to eventually be doing this type of a workout for a minimum of five days a week for 30 to 45 minutes per day. I want to congratulate you though, just doing this mini workout. You've strengthened your heart, you've burned some calories and fat, and even more good news. One of the additional benefits of interval training is that you'll continue to burn calories at a faster rate even as you continue on with your day. By the way, everybody, I want you to know that there is a standalone version of the workout you just did. So you can do it as many times as you want. It's available at webradiotoday.com. Just click on the audio burst page and then scroll down to Audio Burst 12.2, and that's the workout you just did. You can download it, put it in your listening device, and, and just do that workout whenever you want. Next week's episode, by the way, episode number 33, that's coming out next Friday on February 12th, that's going to be an all-new, standalone, Plan A, 30-minute interval training workout. I've started journaling this year. I've never done that before in my life, but I've been researching how journaling, how journaling can really help you to boost your mood, can enhance your, your sense of well-being, reduce depression, and improve your memory, and most important, bring you closer to God. Those four or five things I just listed, those things alone can help to strengthen and, and enhance your attitude. But this is, this is really one of the benefits. Journaling can help you get that positive attitude that, that we all want when we start our day. And that positive attitude is so important in improving your, your health and fitness, keeping you healthy, keeping that healthy, happy outlook. If you're fighting a disease right now, if a disease has invaded your body, a positive attitude 
it's a must in your healing. I know for a fact that a positive attitude destroys cancer cells and it lightens the load on your heart. Daily journaling, it can help you get into that positive attitude that, that you need to, to stay healthy. And in addition to those big health benefits that daily journaling can provide, it also helps you keep your thoughts organized. It improves your writing skills. Journaling can help you set and achieve goals. It allows you to self-reflect. And journaling, this is important for us older folks, journaling can boost your memory, can inspire creativity. Writing in a journal daily can help keep our aging brains in top shape. Not only can journaling boost memory, but it can actually increase your, your memory's capacity. That memory capacity that, well, we often start losing some of that as we get older. And then this is a benefit that I've found, and I really think it's probably one of the, the, the main benefits, the biggest benefit of journaling. Journaling, it can bring you closer to Jesus. When I started journaling this year, I kept it real simple, just dealing with these three things, one sentence each. Number one, what will I focus on today? Number two, one sentence, what am I especially grateful for today? And number three, one sentence, what will I let go of today? One of the things that helped me accept the idea of of journaling every day was to think of it as not being anything permanent. You know, you, you write something down and, and there's a permanency to it, but with journaling, don't think of it as being permanent. Nobody else is gonna read it but you. For anybody else, that would be boring stuff, but it's important to you because it's important stuff that, that you're gonna use, that you're gonna do that day. I might not even keep my journal after this year is done. Nobody's archiving anything. I found that as I continue to journal each day, I actually, well, I increase the amount of stuff that I'm writing down each day. I've added my detailed to-do list for the day. I've started to brainstorm podcast ideas and, and write them down in my journal so that I don't forget them. And I've started to include my thoughts about how I would apply my Bible lesson for the day to my life that day. I've kind of made that a to-do item. I gotta tell you, a little over 30 days into this journaling thing, I can honestly say it really has performed. It's increased my already positive attitude. And it's given me, well, it gives me a feeling of accomplishment that sometimes Everybody, we just don't feel unless we've written down right there in front of us what we've accomplished. You know, you, you write it down in the, in, the, in the morning, what you plan to do that day, and then you can check those things off. That's really cool. There are a lot of programs and applications on the internet, phone apps that, 
will allow you make it well they'll make it real easy for you to journal they'll allow you to journal digitally but you know what i really think that it's more fun doing it with a with a paper and a pen and you know what an added benefit if you're writing things down on paper it helps you make sure that you don't lose that ability that we all have us baby boomers that ability to write in cursive or script but I got to tell you, everybody, however you do it, I would encourage you to journal. The benefits that the daily journaling can add to your attitude, your productivity, and, and most importantly, your health and happiness, it's well worth the few minutes that you might take each morning to write your thoughts down in a journal. I mentioned as part of my daily journaling that I would add a little note in my journal about how I would apply what I'd learned in my, my Bible study that day. Faith, everybody, is, is so very important in leading a, a happy and a healthy and a productive and meaningful and a good life. That's why faith is the number one element in the Web Radio Today Disease Fighting and Fitness Plan that feeling, that knowing that for certain God is your fortress, knowing that everything is in God's hands, knowing that He's always there for you, He answers your prayers. God, He, he created you, He loves you so much. What, a, what an uplifting and, and positive feeling that gives us every day. You know, when it comes to really grounding your faith, I think Bible study needs to be a part of that. Daily Bible study, that is where God talks to you. Parts of the Bible are, are really easy to read and understand. But other parts for me, especially the Old Testament, I've said that before, I have a lot of difficulty understanding the Old Testament. I need help. That's why I'm constantly searching for quality Bible courses, especially focused on the Old Testament. If you are just getting started with Bible study, especially if you didn't have the benefit of going to Sunday school, Bible school, church camps, like many of us did as we were young kids, and even if you did all that, you still need to read and study and learn from your Bible every day. I really enjoy reading the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Each one of those Gospels, in a different way, tells the story of, of Jesus' life. I think Luke is a good Gospel to start with because Luke, in addition to, to being a doctor, he was a historian. And so he's writing the, the story of Jesus as history. And it's a good way Luke is for you to learn the facts of Jesus's life and in what 
following him offers you. Maybe because of my early exposure, I find the Gospels easy to read and understand. If you really want to get seriously into Bible study, I would first and and foremost recommend group Bible study. It's the absolute best way to study and understand and and learn from God's Word, especially if you have a a good and and a qualified leader. There are some good Bible study courses available that that you can do individually. I've mentioned before on on this podcast that the Old Testament is is difficult for me to to understand and and that I've been using Bible study courses created by Beth Moore, and I, I highly recommend them. I'll put a link to her website on the show notes for this episode. However you choose to read and and learn from God's Word, you need to make that part of each day. It's just so amazing how it can help your attitude. And if you're going through some tough times, it, it really does lift you up. If you don't have much time, even 10 minutes a day will help. I promise you, you start doing that, you'll want to learn more. You'll get this curiosity about and love for Jesus. It just grows and and grows. You know, even though God is witness to all the bad things that we do every day, how all of us, we fall short in his eyes because what we do that cause we're sinners. But God, this is what I find so amazing about God. He still loves us. We know he loves us because he gave Jesus to us. His son, Jesus, he died that horrible death on the cross and then he was reborn, just like we can be if we only believe. If you believe in Jesus, your sins, they're washed away. You're you're reborn a child of God. And, And then when your time on this earth is over, You're given eternal life in heaven with Him. Please, everybody, if you haven't already accepted the gift that has been given to you, you need Jesus in your life. If He's not in your life right now, you know, you you have that feeling that, well, that your life is maybe missing something. You don't really have any time now to think about this. This is the truth. There really is no time left because you don't have any idea what the next day, the next hour, or even the next minute might bring. I pray everybody, anybody listening to this podcast who doesn't have Jesus in their life right now, I pray that that they will make a decision today to know Jesus. Answer his knock. He's knocking at your door. Open that door. Let Jesus into your life. Next week, everybody, episode number 33, Friday, February 12th. The entire episode is going to be a standalone interval training plan A workout, a 30 minute coached workout 
similar to the one we sampled today. We did that workout for 10 minutes in the episode today. This one will be a 30-minute coached workout. So until next week for the Web Radio Today podcast from Nashville, I'm Skip Warm, and remember this, something wonderful is about to happen. <laughs>